This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here, and welcome to the podcast for alpaca people. Great to see you again. So, you've been you've been away. You've been away. Oh no, no, that's me. <laughs> I've been away just for a few days over the weekend. I missed my alpacas. Well, did I miss mucking them out in the rain? Did I? Miss? No, I did miss my alpacas, and even the the messy parts of the jobs. Well. Oh, and I did miss my wife, I, I, my brother-in-law. <laughs> it wasn't just the alpacas. Hmm. Changes. All things change, don't they? But things change quite quickly. And when I was away, things changed. I came back to find the lake was full. Okay, we've had rain. And it came down, and it came down, and the lake came up. And it's now full. Amazing. So the older geese, that's the the two that had the two goslings plus the two hangers-on. So that group of six, the, the older ones, the geese and the goslings, they've flown. They've gone. They are not here anymore. I'm sure they'll be back. Whether I'll recognise them when they come back, I have no idea, but they've gone. But the younger family, the the pair with the younger three goslings, they're still here. And they're getting very friendly with the ducks. They're, there's a group of them on the bank on the far side of the lake. There's there's all this arrangement of little birds and bigger birds and trying to work out who's who. And I had to get the binoculars out to check. <laughs> but they're all arranged on the, the bank of the full lake. And uh, they, they're quite happy and quite at peace with each other. And uh, that's good. And the other thing that's... Because the lake's full and it's now come over and it's filling the there's a the channel that runs along the edge of the road uh, as you're leaving the car park and it's um to stop the road from getting flooded which it used to a lot so there's a bit of a channel there and it's probably probably eight inches deep or so and it flows out in a way but the alpacas love it they absolutely love it when it's there's water in there they they queue up to get in there <laughs> And they don't just paddle, they do sit down. So you get these these lines halfway up their bodies where they've been sat in the water. I'm sure it's not really, really good for the fleece, but they do love it. So that was uh, quite a number of changes coming back. Swallows are still around. They haven't left yet. And there's a few other bits and pieces around. I think the uh, the little grebes are back. So... Some at a distance, and then they, they're, they're a bit secretive. We don't see a lot of them, but they were around, and Sue confirmed that today she saw them. And there's also the the other birds around and stuff as well. So, yeah, it's all green and growing. There's a lot of grass and stuff. Today has been really wet, most of the day, been raining, but it's been quite warm. So the alpacas have been true to form. And instead of being in the stable or in the field shelter for the boys, I found them that they were soaking wet because they'd all been out most of the time, grazing. <laughs> they are contrary things, aren't they? Goodness me. So there was, was Millie, as I was coming down to feed them this afternoon, there's, there's Millie stood by the gate watching me. 
approach. But all the rest of them, I realized I could see one. Is that one or is it two in the stable? And then the rest of them are all actually down in the corral or the field beyond the corral. And they were very happily grazing out in the rain. But they did come for food when I when I went down there. So I had to feed them indoors on the edges of things because it was just so wet and still raining. So a lot of lot of good rain, good soaking for the ground. Uh, I'm not sure what it's going to do for, for... I know some grass has been now been cut for hay, but it's so wet at the moment and the week doesn't look like it's going to be that dry. I'm never sure. Is it? Is it? What's the best way to do that? I don't know. You just do the best you can, don't you? Uh, we're not making hay, so it's uh, it's a little bit academic, I know, but uh, I am concerned. Not not just because I get the hay <laughs> from my neighbour, but I'm just concerned. How do you how do you pick and choose? And one of the things that's happening this week is the Royal Welsh Show. Amazing! It's not a thing that includes alpacas as part of the show but sometimes people will take alpacas so there'll be some alpacas around and often there's some products you know sort of uh, the fleece and yarn and that kind of stuff can be around so it depends I'm not sure who's gone this year it's a few years since I've been able to go um partly because of the pandemic hmm. so that's that's back to normal I think in terms of what's going on there and people are complaining about the price <laughs> that sounds like noble hmm there you go. So, uh, who have we seen today? We saw Millie. Millie is enjoying coming in and having a bit of specials. So she'll come into the tack room and she'll get a scoopful in a bowl and, and she'll she'll start that before the others while I'm filling the buckets and, and take it out. So she's getting used to that, which is good. I'm trying to feed her up a little bit. And there's a few other bits and pieces going on. What happened with that one? Bit of a bit of a chewing on the back. She'd been nibbling herself, and it, it was a bit raw, so we had to get some. And flies were showing a lot of interest, so we got some spray on that, and a bit of cream and stuff. So that's hopefully going to heal up nicely. It seems okay, but uh, just keep an eye on that. Uh, nobody's limping <laughs> so far. <laughs> you're never quite sure when you come back what you're going to find. But uh, everyone seemed to be pretty much okay, which was really good. The other day, I was putting the food up on the, the, the top food, so that was that was yesterday, which was dry, and that was all the young girls as a group went up, which was lovely. And and Ellie, <laughs> Ellie decided that she, she's always the first one to the food, always the last one to leave. She likes the crumbs as well as everything else. She she does like her food, and she's slightly stocky in build. So she's she's got a good now. It's, I was going to say she's got a good covering. I mean, the the fleece is starting to grow again on all of them. Actually, it's good. I think that's one of the reasons they were happy enough to be out in the rain, because uh, they've got a bit more protection. But also, the, so the water's running off as well. It's not uh, just soaking them to the skin and cooling them down really quickly. So that's been nice to see. Tabitha's been doing her usual thing of coming over and saying hello. We had food delivery yesterday, and uh, that was. <laughs> She came over and said hello. She came over and checked the, the, the food and she she kind of reached up and we had a little nose to nose. But she also went and said hello to the, a little sniff of the, the hand of the delivery man, the delivery driver. And that was rather nice. And then all the girls were, were in their drainage channel, <laughs> splashing and sitting down and stuff. So have a look at the, the website, that's alpacatribe.com, for a picture of just what they were up to. I got my workout yesterday, having been sat still for so long, going up and down the motorway, going up home, 
to Newcastle and coming back again. So that was uh, good to have a bit of exercise, but it was tiring as well. All those heavy bags of food taken off the van and then carried up and put in to the store. So that's good. They're all tucked away nicely. There was one that was split. So all, all this through this process, we're unloading all these bags and things, there's an alpaca on the decking next to the place I was, I was unloading. <laughs> Lily. I'd seen her do a run from where the, all the others were. She came running over and she's the one with the bare ears and eyes and eyebrows and, and stuff. She's, uh, you can't quite see. When you look at her, you can't quite work out where her eyes are because you're drawn to the, the lighter colour, which is her eyebrows. Because he doesn't got any, got any fleece left. But uh, she was up on the on the decking. She clambered up and, and gone around the corner. So she she was stuck as we were unloading. But she was happy enough. She she looked a couple of times at the, at the fence, and I'm thinking, you're not going to go through that. You're not going to try and jump over that. Are you? <laughs> she didn't. And what was I doing? Oh, I know. I left left her there. To, I'd moved quite a lot of the, the bags, but I left her there while I went off to open the gate for the the van driver to to drive out. Uh, and off he went and we closed everything and put the hurdles back in place, etc. And uh, by the time we got back, there was a, a bag that had a little split in it and now it's got a big hole in it <laughs> because Lily was there. Oh, thank you. Down went the nose, in went the nose and she was helping herself to some of the food. <laughs> it's a funny old girl she is. So, yeah. So I had to put that on the top of the pile of use this one first. We don't want any spillages and accumulation so that was that was taken care of i think she was a bit miffed actually that i i took that one away she thought that was just hers she would finish so that that got taken over to the stable and put in the bin and we've still got our our bins in operation where we've got the plastic bin that the food goes into and then we've got the metal bin which sits over the top of turned upside down over the top of the plastic bin so that the squirrels can't get to it Hmm. cheeky things so that was the food delivery and got that in place and then they all came over actually after they'd had a splash in the water they came up and had checked out his vehicle Millie led the way <laughs> and uh, the others were hanging around so when he left I was a bit concerned they were going to sudden, suddenly panic and end up jumping out of this little shallow uh, drainage channel and end up jumping into the, the, the big big stocking pond but no they were they, they managed they watched him leave and stayed where they were. Very happy. So in the rain today, happier than I expected them to be. Always good to hear. And uh, a bit of mucking out, but there wasn't too much to do because they'd been out all day, which is also good. I like it when I haven't got too much work to do. So we've been repositioning where the poop pile is and we will get everything in place. I'm going to have to do a number of some scoops with the, the tractor and the bucket. Uh, and reposition a whole lot of that to give us some space going into the summer and more into the autumn, really. Uh, not when it's wet, though. I'm going to let it dry out a little bit, and then it'll be better, easier to move. So I've got a place where I'm I'm going to move that to and just let it compost down and rot down, and then it will be lovely soil, but not in a place where it's going to drain and all the water will kind of wash, get washed down into watercourse. So I've got to move around a bit and find the the best place for that lots of things that need cutting back there's a few gathering of seeds to be done it's that time of of year and it's funny i they're talking about now we're not going to be having any more settled weather it's going to be unsettled and rainy and 
windy here and now coming and going for quite a while. Whereas in Europe, there are major problems. It's parts of Greece and uh, and sort of North Africa and stuff as well, where they have major problems with the wildfires and things. It's a challenge. And if you've got animals, alpacas or anything, uh, then, then how do you, and, and the wildlife as well, how do you care for all of that and make sure that it's protected and there's not a lot you can do. And remember the, the horrible suffering and uh, loss that there was in Australia when they had the wild, all those wildfires few years back so thoughts go out to those who are in difficult situations whether it's too much water not enough water and particularly for those around any fire risks so let's uh, remember and stand with each other as best we can we had a a good uh, webinar a live call yesterday with someone who was who runs a, a mill and processes the fleece and she was talking about how to prepare it how to start doing things now for the next 365 days start doing things now to prepare your fleece for harvest for the shearing and then the the processing next year uh for some of the things it's too late to do anything about it it's either what it is or you know but there's nothing you can particularly do but we're talking about skirting um that's a tricky one to do on video but it's even <laughs> even trickier to do on a podcast so what do we know about skirting skirting is basically taking off the edges once the you've got the main sort of fleece taking off the edges and being able to um, try and make it as consistent you're throwing some stuff away or you're putting it to one side it doesn't necessarily have to be thrown away you can use it for other things but you're trying to get a, the best part of the fleece in the middle is going to be the the stuff that's going to get produce the best yarn or the best whatever it is you're making with the the fiber so being able to skirt around the edges oh is that where that phrase comes from yes it is so skirting around the edges um and taking off where you've got the the, the coarser the 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 soiled and the bits and pieces you don't don't want so you can end up with a middle part which is consistent consistency is everything in terms of breeding choices that's one of the things you're looking for yes fineness but also consistency both in terms of the the density but also the quality of the fleece so you've got as much of the same kind of fleece and then then you can work with those and you can group them together and you can process them efficiently and effectively so that's something just to to bear in mind in terms of breeding choices it isn't just about color or whatever but it's also trying to go for good product and the product of alpacas is the fleece is the fiber and sue's been doing a lot more work with our fleece and getting it ready and doing some some work with with uh, felting lots of experiments and lots of learning and next week she's going to be doing a bit of dyeing we haven't done any dyeing but it's a uh, a group she's going to go and spend a bit of time with them for the for the day and experiment with some dyeing so that'll be good fun as well. Hopefully your work with the alpacas is continuing nicely. There's things to be done. There are things to be waited for. <laughs> and there is some time where you can spend some time with your alpacas. If you've got birthings coming up, and uh, that's a, that's just a... You're on edge, I know, I remember. But also you have some time and space to do things a bit slower and to spend time around the alpacas. It's a good opportunity if you can take it, if you have have that, if you're if you've got birthings that are that are about coming up. Or if you're thinking about matings or whatever's going on. I always get confused trying to think of what I'm seeing in front of me in terms of weather and then thinking, what's happening in Australia? 
terms of the time of year, it's tipped over and they're, they're going into to the cooler time of year. So, um, yeah, it's whatever's going on. I hope it's going well for you. So take care and I'll see you again soon. Let me know if you've got any questions. Love to hear from you. Bye for now. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington. Have a great day.